Welcome, everybody, to Bridge Builders Communities Church Sermon Podcast. You are listening to one of our messages from our weekly gathering. We hope that you sit back and enjoy and be blessed. who is the head of my life and let me thank my brother for inviting me here today um, he's doing a mm. <laughs> I gotta say praise the Lord because this is something that's different something I've never done before but I feel that because of God I can do it and because of the Holy Spirit it's something that needs to be done um I'm going to be speaking to you today on uh, the gospel and race. It's a big thing that's going on. It's been going on since the foundation of the world. And um, it's something that we have to get right now before we leave out of here. I think that God is waiting for us to be able to realize that time is winding down. If time is winding down, it's time for his children. And it was my brothers and my sisters to get it right. Because it's not going to be this way in heaven, people. Amen. Once you get to heaven, there ain't going to be no thing as black and white. That's right. Amen? That's right. So that's why it's so important for us to get it right while we are here on the earth. Because in his prayer, he said, on earth as it is in heaven. But we're not really doing what God had called for us to do. Amen? And, and it's time. As uh, I think he was saying, he was praying about how a nation is so messed up. They're getting, you hear bad news all the time, bad news. And because we hear bad news, but the word gospel means good news. But it's good news only if you let it be good news. In order for it to be good news, you have to understand what good news means. We hear so much bad news, I don't think we really realize what good news is. But the gospel, the gospel of Jesus Christ, it have come to set us free from any issue that goes on in our life. And I've come to realize when I met Jay, sometimes we walk around and say, Hi brother, this is my brother and my sister, but do we really mean it? We say it, but is it in our heart? Until you really get to know God for yourself, you appreciate the love of each one of us that say, I love Jesus. Because you can't say you love Jesus and you're going to hate me. It's not going to work. It's not going to work. And until we get to that realization, I'm going to just talk about me because I grew up as a black man in a world that really, with us, we had to do everything different. We, if we did it, we had to do it better than anybody else for us to be recognized. And I grew up in the South. I think I was about five years old when I came. But I appreciate the people in the South. If they didn't like you, they didn't come around you. When you come up here in the North, what happened is, up here, they're smiling in your face. Then they're talking about you behind your back. 
this is what happened. This is when it comes to race. Race is a thing when it comes to the gospel. It's sin. Amen. 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 It's sin. All of, it's nothing but sin. And, and sin is not going to enter into the heavens. It's not going to enter into the heaven. Until we get it right down here, it's not gonna, we're not going to go up there. Don't think you're going to go to heaven and you're hating your brothers and your sisters. It's not going to happen. So that's why we have to get this thing right now. I'll be honest with you, I'm a little nervous about this because I'm here preaching in front of my white folks, but they are my brothers and my sisters. But we have to realize this is the true definition of the gospel because once we came into Jesus, all this other stuff that we had in our heart should have been washed away. Because we have to have that renewing of the mind. We can't think the same. If you're going to serve God. You just can't. But a lot of time we do. We got people that's walking around. They got a lot of hate in them. Because of this color or that color. But I love Jesus how he did this. Because he did it. I'm going to give you a few scriptures in a few minutes. Jesus came. Now there was a lot of praise. Remember the story with the woman at the well? When he. Samaritan woman. When he went to the well. He had to go to the well. Why? Because he had to get things right. Because the Jewish did not have nothing to do with the Samaritan. So he went there to get things right. If you know when he went there, he, the lady, she know, well, you, you want water? You Jewish people don't deal with us. That's, that's racist. So he had to get that right. But the thing that I realized when it comes to racism, we got a lot of people say they're not racist. But deep in their heart, they have races. And if you got Jesus in your heart, only Jesus is the only one can get rid of that races in your heart. And the thing I realize also is that with Jesus, there are only really two races. The Jewish and the Gentiles. I don't care if you are German, whatever it is, your race is. It don't matter. If you're a Gentile, it causes all the other people except for the Jewish. God look at two kind of people. The Jewish, if you're Jewish, you're already adopted into God's kingdom. But when it came to the Gentiles, we had to be adopted into that Gentile, that race of Jesus with loving and caring for, in other words, we was able to Receive all that Abraham have for the kingdom. I'm getting a little nervous, but that's okay. But God is in control. And God is the head of my life, and I just thank Him for what He has done to me. And since I have met my brother here, I realize, and I see it everywhere I go, He's a brother to me. And that was a blessing. And He treat me like a brother. When we look at each other as brothers and sisters, there shouldn't be no color. There's no color. If my heavenly father is your father, so what that make us? Brothers and sisters. But we have to start looking at us as brothers and sisters. Most of the time we don't. I go through, I've been through a lot this year because of race and whatnot, because of who I am. Uh, you got politicians 
They don't look at me as a brother or something like that. They look at me as a black man that they don't like. And they don't want me to have nothing. But I thank God because I look back over the history of our nation and the world in a sense. Every nation that I can think of, when they came out of slavery, they came out with something. The children of Israel, when they came out of Egypt, they came out rich. I'm talking about filthy rich. Now, I don't know if you, some of you might realize it, but maybe some of you don't. When Japan bombed Pearl Harbor, do you all realize how much money the government spent to get these people back on the track? I'm talking about money. I'm not talking about a little bit of money. They spent money. When us Africans, when we came out of slavery, they still did everything in their power to keep us down. They had codes, special codes in the government to realize with us a black person, we can't serve them the same way we serve our white brothers and sisters. This is a tough message, but I'm here to tell you all, This is going on around the world now where a lot of churches, they're teaching on this now. Because we have to get rid of the races out the congregation so we start looking at each other like brothers and sisters. Then you will see God move mightily. You will see signs and wonders. Most racist day on a weekday, Sunday. On a Sunday. You got your congregation that's going to serve. I go to a con- I have a couple of white people in my congregation. Well, let me say brothers and sisters. Okay? You got a lot of these congregations, they only have either all white or all black. But can you imagine if we come together as one nation under God? Can you imagine what's going to happen? You're not going to have all this nonsense of these passing these laws. You can kill a baby at the ninth month. The body of Christ has sought back and did absolutely nothing. And we have all the power and authority in this world. God's children. I don't know if you all realize what kind of power we have. We have power. The churches years ago they had power. The government used to come to the churches for advice. They don't care nothing about the church now. Get rid of the church. We don't need the church. Because once they get the church out of the government, they can do exactly what they want to do. Because they figure, they're just going to sit back. They're going to ask their God to come and take care of No, God left us here to take care of whatever he left. We ought to represent him. And we cannot represent God any kind of way. It's, it's sickening. It's really sickening. Where that we represent our God. Bicker about this. Bickering about that. And God sitting up in heaven said, Maybe they'll get it right sooner or later. <laughs> Maybe they'll get it right. Maybe they'll come to understand what I left them to do for the kingdom. This is not about us, people. It's about the kingdom. 
And I can tell you, once you die and leave out of here, there ain't going to be no racists up there in heaven. There ain't going to be no Pentecost. There ain't going to be no, well, all these different names of church and stuff. It's going to be serving Him. And we, what He leave here, He left us here to get it right. He gave us this Bible, this building instruction before we leave out of here. We have the instruction that we need to do while we are here on this earth. Because once we leave out of here, people, this ain't going to mean nothing. Nothing. Because you're not going to be up in heaven. When you get in heaven, all you're going to be up there doing in heaven is holy, holy, holy. This is what it's going to be like when you get in heaven. So well, whatever you got to do while you're here, you got to do it while you're here on this earth. And every person in here, not one, I say every person in here have a purpose. And that purpose is for who? God. For God. Because he said, God so loved the world that he sent his only begotten son, love. And that is the key to anything that we do on this earth. If you are a believer, it has to be done with love. If you don't believe me, read chapter, I mean, 1 Corinthians 13. It's a love chapter. I don't care what kind of gift you have if you're not doing it with love. It don't mean a thing. Not one thing. We go through a lot because of our color and whatnot, but i tell you a little secret. You cut me open, cut you open, everything on the same is going to be the same on the inside. It's just I stayed in the sun a little too long. <laughs> you hear me? I stayed in the sun a little bit too long. So I got a little darker and whatnot. But on the inside of me, you cut you open, you cut me up. We all the same. I bleed just like you. And whatever else I do, I do just like you. When I go to the bathroom, I think I sit on the toilet the same way y'all sit on the toilet. Come on, let's be real. Okay, let's be real because this thing is real, people. And I'm here to tell you, we really, Pastor Jay, I love you. I do. I love this man because he opened up my heart so I can see I have a white brother. I have white sisters. And we all going to the same place. I hope so. Well, me and myself, I'm going to be honest with you because I have no hate in my heart because most of my friends always been white friends. I don't care where I've been. I, I worked on the, up at Western Publish about 15 years. And I'm here to tell you, I didn't have to punch a time clock. I had ladies, I had this German lady, I'll never forget her. There was about three of them. They would punch my you had to punch a card. They would punch my card, and if I left early, somebody would punch me out before I left. Now, I had white friends. I mean, my wife would tell you, and I'm telling you, I have some good white friends. Whatever they did, I was invited to do it with them. I'm talking about good. And I have good white friends all over. But I tell you, this is my brother. He introduced me to the word brother. Genuine brother. And people, we have to be genuine if we're going to serve God. It's time out for us playing church. It's time for us to be the church. The church is the children of God. And I'm here to tell you, there's a thing I've been praying for and trying to do to get all of us to come together. The problem is the head. 
It starts with the head. Everything starts with the head. If we can get our clergies, the body of Christ, to come together, and let's get this thing right. Now, I was looking at a program that was on TBN. I think down in Florida. They started this maybe, um, I think a couple of years ago. But they had three pastors started it. It was a black pastor and maybe three white pastors. They came together and said, look, it's time for us to get rid of this race stuff. It's time out. And they meet, now I think about 10 or 20 or 30 of them, they all meet on a certain day and they, they talk about this. I think this is a thing where I think I love to do. We need to just come together and just talk. Just to see how you really feel. This one gentleman I listened to the other day was, he said he had one of the gentlemen in his church, he said, I would never let my daughter marry a black man. That's racist. That's racist. And I'm talking about Christians. Christians. That's not good. That's not good. But I, I, I tell you, I love each and every one of you. I have no hate in my heart. I really don't. And I, I think I can say this. For most of my people, we don't hate. I tell you who we hate. Each other. The black people have a problem with each other. It goes way back to slavery. In slavery time, the house person, let's put it where they did it, the house nigger, he had a problem with the field. And up to today, it still goes on. What is a lot of our shooting and stuff in our community and stuff is between blacks. If you ever notice, it's always between the black and black. Now you will find most black people, they love white people. They love not just white people. They love people all together. But we just have the tendency to hate one another. But this is a thing I've been praying to God about is for us to come together and get rid for our children's sake. So that we can come together and really merge in with the rest of the people and really have something. To, to really have something. Let me get a sip of this. My mouth getting dry. But uh, I love God. I love his children. And that's why I love my brothers and sisters in the Lord. I have no problem if anybody comes to me that need help. Black, white, Jewish, whatever, I'm there to help you. That's my heart. Because I know the God that I serve, He did the same thing. He refused no one or whatever they needed for a blessing. In the Bible, I didn't read all my. They have a few stories. I know y'all, do you remember the story about Peter? When he was on the roof and this sheep came down? With all this different food in it. Now Peter was a Jew. Pork and stuff they didn't eat. Now we eat pork. We love pork. But the Gentiles, a lot of your Gentiles, they ate pork and stuff. But Peter, God said, eat. He said, no I can't eat this. This stuff is not clean. We don't eat pork and stuff. God told me, he said, whatever I made is good and clean. He made me in his image. We all are made in God's image and that's why we got to be loving and caring, especially if you love God. If you love God, you got to love those around you. Even if they're your enemy, you still have to love them. 
Is that part of the Word of God? That's the Word of God. But I feel that here at Bridge Builders, I'm family. I'm family. I feel it. I'm family. Thank the Lord for that. And I'm going to, whatever I do in the world that comes, the time to come, I don't know how much time I got left. But I want my brothers and sisters to know I'm here for you. The same way that my Heavenly Father. But it's time, I know that T.D. Jakes, he did a, I just remember his first man's meeting, and it's so true. There are things y'all know that can help us a whole lot. If we would just come together, we can teach other. My, my, my culture is a little bit different than your culture or this culture. You got your Spanish, you got the Mexican, you got this and that, the Chinaman. These cultures are different. But if we are in the body of Christ, we need to come together and teach each other what you know about your culture and what I need to know about my culture. We better get along more better. Because Billy, it all falls down to is it's a cultural thing. Because you don't do something the way I do it, so I don't want to be part of you. Amen? Amen? But we have to learn that serving God is really serving each other. Because he tells us we ought to love one another. Amen. This is how I can tell you if you're my disciple, by the love you show towards one another. Amen? Amen. Amen. And if we don't show the love, people of God, we are not pleasing God. Even with the civil wars and all that stuff that went on, the churches sought back and did absolutely nothing. I think about over there when the Jewish people was getting murdered and killed. This church still sought back and did nothing. But it's time out for that. It's time for the body of Christ to get involved. It's this thing with the pregnancy, the thing, people don't sit back. God is not pleased with that. And we have enough Christian brothers and sisters. Something like that should not go on in America. It should not go on in America. All this abortion and stuff, it should not go on in America. Because see, America was built on God principles. And we have to take God's principles. See, God is not pleased. The same way he judged uh, Samoa and Gamal and Samoa, he's going to judge America. For all this stuff that goes on in America, it shouldn't go on. And we have the authority and the power to fix it. We have it. We have the power and authority. I, I say to myself a lot of time, I look at these mega churches in the South, like Joe Osteen, T.D. Jakes, and all these other big mega churches. What kind of influence is they doing to their so-called communities and stuff? Is they making any kind of difference? If they're not, something is wrong. But I'm going to tell you what the problem is. There's just too much race in our country for anything to go right. If we get this issue right, I think you would pray in this morning if my people, which are called by my name, he said, my people, only God's children are going to change anything that goes on in this world. If you want something to change in your life, you got Jesus Christ, you have the power and authority to change it. You hear what I'm saying? You have the power and authority to change it. But you have to know that for yourself. If you don't know who you are in Christ, you're going to be tossed here, you're going to be tossed there. 
But you got to get to know your God for yourself. I can't just tell you who you are in Christ. You got to know it for yourself. And if you don't know it for yourself, the devil really have you. It's time for us to start walking this walk in front of God, people. Show him that we love him as much as he loved us. Because he said, I so loved his only son had to go to the cross for us and our sin. But see, the thing is, all our sins have been forgiven. Your past sin, your future sin. So you're not going to be judged by your sin when you go to heaven. You're going to be judged by what do you do with Jesus Christ once you got to know him. That's what you're going to be judged on. Not your sin. But you will be judged on what do you do with Jesus Christ once you got to know him. A lot of times what it is, we're not really getting to know Jesus. We're not committing ourselves to him to do the things that we are called to do. Everyone in here have a purpose. I look. I, I used to when I was young. I used to like to buy the, you know, these puzzles. Got maybe a thousand pieces in. Them. In order to put that together, you got to know what part to do and what here. But see, each one of us is a part of the puzzle of Jesus Christ. There's a part that you play in everything that goes on in this world. Everything you have a part to play in. And if you're not playing your part, that means something is being left out. Something is being left out. I'm going to play my part. I'm going to love on each and every one of you till I leave out of here. And whatever God has for me to do, I'm going to do it with his power and his strength. Because I love it. Because see, I served the devil for a lot of years. Serving the devil was really easy if you really think about it. Everything that you had to do for the devil, you just do it. You don't have to think about it. But when you're serving God, we have to think about what we are doing. Because we are representing a kingdom. We are not representing this earth, but we are representing the kingdom that we are came from. As you say, we are just passing through. Amen? We're passing through. If we're just passing through, we have to represent the one that gives us the power and authority to pass through this world so that they can see Jesus. The one thing I've been learning a lot about lately is kingdom. You don't know that much about that kingdom, you don't know how to serve. The kingdom is a person that is a king. And our job is to what? Take territory. Take territory because the king want to... Uh, well, what is the wars? All of these wars that we have is for what? Territory. Our Heavenly Father is looking for us to get territory. Now like the city of Poughkeepsie. I can speak about it because where I live. Right now, the devil has the city of Poughkeepsie. But I'm here to tell you, the devil is not going to have the city of Poughkeepsie as long as if I live, the city of Poughkeepsie is coming back to God. You hear what I'm saying? It's coming back to God because that's God's city. High Park and around this area, this will be God territory. What they have to say what's going on in our community. People of God, let's, let's wake up and let's smell the coffee and let's start, let's start pleasing our Heavenly Father. We have a father that is so loving and so caring. And we have to serve him. We have to serve him. It's not a thing that we have to play serving him. We need to serve him. We need to make that full commitment. Because see, the, the spirit that lives in me is supposed to be the same spirit that lives in you. And that spirit is no more than God himself. 
You know what I'm saying? God is living on the inside of you. And you need to know he's living on the inside of you. You need to know that he gives you the power and the authority to speak for his kingdom. Amen? Man, this is a brother, he put me on the spot. My brother, he put me on the spot. But that's okay. That's okay because it needs to be said. And it needs to be said more now. I'm realizing, like I said, since I started, he asked me to do this. I've been researching. I mean, there's a lot of churches doing this. They're talking about race. They have meetings. They take the congregation. They sit down and they talk about how do you feel about this person or that person. We have to get it to right. We have to get it right. There's no ifs, or ends, or buts about it. If you're going to serve God, they need to see the authority of God in us. If they don't see it in us, there ain't no such thing as God. I, I, I've worked up at Dutchess County Loop for about 12 years. There's a gentleman, he's from, uh, I forget that country over there, but he's like an Arab, I heard they call Arabs or something. Well, anyway, he's from overseas. And, uh, and whenever I used to go to work, if he's there, this man, he would come up to me every time I seen him. He said, when I see you, you mind me of Jesus. You mind me of Jesus. And I think that was so awesome because everybody is watching us. They know if you have Jesus in you or you don't have Jesus in you. See, we can play Jesus when we're in the congregation. But the main place to serve Jesus is on your job, in your home, and in your community. Because is God not being represented in your home, or on your job, or in your community? This is why there's so much stuff going on. Because we are not representing God the way that we should. Amen? And I, I just thank the Lord for this opportunity to really come. I was nervous in the beginning, but I'm feeling that this is needed. It's needed. Because my brothers and sisters need to know I'm just like you are. I love Jesus. In order for us to get anything done, we have to learn how to work together. And the main thing, we need to let our children see that we can work together. Our children. Because everything is really taught. It's taught. We need to teach them about Jesus and the love of Jesus that he, that he has for us. We've got too much sickness and stuff going on because there's too much hate, too much bickering, too much bitter. But God can show up and show out anytime he wants to. But he cannot show up in mess. He can't. You just can't come to church and act like you know him. You've got to know him when you get out behind these doors. So last, we, know, we know how to play church. We know exactly how to play church. But can we be the church? That's what's going to count. I was looking at you, miss. You should have been healed. You should have been healed. Because when Jesus walked this earth, they say every person, the only place he had problem healing at is in his own town. He said, a prophet is not worthy in his own country because they knew him. And because they knew him, they figured, oh, that's just Joseph's son. But they didn't realize that was almighty God in the flesh. But I'm saying, I'm looking for God. He said, signs and wonders should 
follow those who believe. I believe that. I'm 70 years old, people. I'm ready to see signs and wonder. I have seen signs and wonder in my life. I drove tractor and trailer for 17 years. You talking about signs and wonders? I seen them. I seen signs and wonders in my life. Because when you can travel the road day and day, there's such scenery you pass by every day. But if you've gone down the road so far, what happened to that other scenery? I'm talking about I'm riding a rig with maybe a hundred thousand pounds behind me. If that rig would have went out the way and did this and did that, I could have wiped out a whole lot of life. But because the God that I serve, He protected me. I would say He protected. He would take each and every one of us as long as we serve Him. That's all He asks. It. Whatever you need is in who Jesus. We don't have to walk around broke and disgusted, aggravated. We don't have to. Because see, the God, that's right, His grace. His grace and His mercy take care of everything that we need. And the thing I love about Him with this gospel, the gospel of Jesus Christ, give us authority, He give us power, and He give us Freedom. Freedom. Does everybody feel free in here today? Everybody feel free? Is everybody living a life more abundantly? That's a different story, ain't it? But Jesus said, I have come so you can have life, what? More abundantly. You understand what I'm saying? But we don't have that because we're probably not living the way that we should. I'm just telling it like it is. If we're not living the way we should... Why did he have to bless us? He don't have to. But I thank the Lord for his grace and his mercy. Because they will take care of us. He will take care of us. I think I'm about finished. Usually when I get about finished, I feel the spirit. I feel, but I I feel the spirit, you know, slowing down some. But I tell you, people of God, let's get this right for our Heavenly Father. Not for me, not for you, but for your Heavenly Father. He loves us too much for us to continue doing the things that we are doing. He loves us too much. Too much. And can you imagine if we come together as one, as Him and the Father is one, what we can accomplish on this earth. And that's what He waits for. And because of his grace, he's given us every day that we get up. He's given us time to get it right. To get it right with him. Amen? Amen. I'm going to say, y'all pray my joy in the Lord. I'm going to shut it off there because I see I'm, I'm still feeling it. But I think I have said enough. I probably, I have a tendency. Yeah. All right, all right, all right. See, Dan, Dan, Mike, and Jim. See, they know me. I say, this is it. A lot of times I got another 10 minutes, I'm up. Okay? But I apologize you for that because God is so good. I just love him so much. Sometimes when I get ready to sit down, it's like he just throw me another little curveball. And I got to throw that in there so before I sit down. 
But I say thank the Lord for what, uh, yeah, and I hope y'all got something out of this, and I hope that we can really prove to God that we love Him, and we're going to do better than what we've been doing. And it's time. It's really time. It is, it's way past, it's way past the time that we have to really serve Him. But I, I thank Him today because I know He's a God of His Word. And really, I know He's a God of His Word. I'm 70 years old, people. He said, I promise you 70 years. He kept His promise. So if I drop dead now or tomorrow, He kept His Word to me. A lot of people don't realize that. That's a blessing. And I'm telling you, the one that's over 70, that's a bigger blessing. But I'm telling you, love your God. Show Him you love Him. And He'll show you how much He loves you. God bless. Thank you.